Hello, and welcome to the Acolytes of Merlin. Today we will be discussing Golden Sun, the second book in the Red Rising trilogy, um, uh, which we've been uh, going over so far. Um, we are your hosts, John and Johnny, and this is where it uh, veers off the tr- uh, Hunger Games track, I would say. For better. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I, I I don't know. Do do we? I I I do want to talk about that. Um, uh, just briefly, I guess. Um, the 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 because because I know we're trying to stay away from it, but like um, and and it's also a, it doubles as a kind of a high level thought of the book, which is that um, it is. This and is the t- spo- sorry spoilers for red for red rising and golden sun. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And then Indeed. maybe in like high level, stru- maybe high level structural things for Hunger Games, but not really. right. Yeah, right. Sorry. So it um, this is the kind. This is the book that I think of when uh, people just in general say, you know, make sure that it keeps a, a quick pace, and. And, and it's like presented as a, a a holistic like good thing for a book to do that, and then I read something like the certainly like the first maybe half of this, and I'm just like, man, this is too fast. This is too fast. I I I I don't feel like I am ever breathing with 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 this, and it's it's not really at least for me, it's not really a good experience. Um. So I don't know, especially given that um, I think Catching Fire, the, the Hunger Games number two, is the best in that trilogy. Um, yeah. I would, with the book as a whole, I'd say that Golden Sun probably still beats it out, but it's not. It's not far and away better in my estimation than catching fire or then, then catching fire okay then catching fire um oh, be- i think be- it is but go ahead <laughs> yeah but uh c- catching especially because uh catching fire um did um improved upon the the hunger games hunger games in 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 quite dramatic fashion that's true that's true and it was just the the crescendo of of uh, tension all the way through that that second Hunger Games is is really really good, um, and so just the the stuff the stuff that happens in Golden Sun I w- would say um, just and and this is sort of true for the whole trilogy in general I would I would put it above um, but as far as the, as far as pacing I think that it, Catching Fire does it better. I, I could see that, and I see where you're coming from, where the book, it starts in meteor res, and it doesn't really let up from that. Right. Um, like, because even when they get to, even when they're in, go back to Luna, there's a little bit of, like, okay, here's, like, what has been going on, but it doesn't, like, the plot is still very much moving, and then you hit the the laurel scene and which leads into the duel the cassius duel (laughs) right and and then you're off to the races (laughs) yes and you're really off to the races and it's a i guess it's at that point where um it 
it it it kind of leveled. I that that might be a little be a bit before halfway, but it it kind of leveled out for me at that point. Um, I was you know just enjoying it, and I and I had gotten some distance from the beginning, which as you said starts in in media rest, and um, I was just like, man, did did he have anything about the academy written? And then the editor said, cut it out because like, I think that's an instance of like them being too, too trigger happy with their scissors. I could see that in general. I actually don't mind that they skipped a lot of the Academy. I think, I think every, I think everything that, I feel like everything Darrow needed to learn was going to learn from the Academy in terms of things that would be interesting to see on screen. He learned in the first book, like at the Institute, uh, mm. in terms of like, like the real point about like the class stuff and like gold as a color and, um, like just how they're, how they're bred and trained as a group of people. Um, I think all of that stuff is like, I, I don't think what anything else really needed to be said about that in the Academy, but, but they could have. They, yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's uh, not a, I, it's not like really an informational thing or whatever. It's just, and I, and I don't think that they, um, needed to, or even should have, um, had any, uh, spent any time, substantial time, um, ahead of what we saw at the Academy. Um, it didn't even necessarily have to be a different day. It could have just been, you know, just, just, just more narration from Darrow letting us kind of settle in with him again at the beginning of that, not, not at the beginning or in the middle of that, um, fight where there was, wasn't re- really anything going on, but we just got a sense of, of where we were. Um, because I, I don't like this instinct of like, oh, we have to start in the middle of action. That's fair. Yeah. That, that's a fair point. I think it works for the characterization of Darrow and, uh, Karnas, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah, right. I think. Um, yeah, Carnus uh, Abalona. Yeah, but um, but that's that. But that's fair as far as that. M- maybe the opening is like, hey, we need a flashy action scene. Because, um, because I don't, I don't like it's. It's not a bad, bad thing to do necessarily, but um, I don't like the idea that readers can't um, like g- g- gather information first and just like just like settle into something before like their attention spans aren't that bad. <laughs> we're, we're not, we're not to that extent. I don't think <laughs> I hopefully not. Maybe we are. Uh, no, that I, I would mostly agree with that. Um, the only other thing I could see as far as like the showing more from the Academy would, would be useful for is it is show like because we get a lot of exposition about the colors, but like maybe there could be some I don't know like I guess that still would have just been info dumpy if it was like because we kind of get that like say hey this is what the blues do this is what like they made the pinks to do and we kind of I, I guess we get enough of that but yeah maybe... good 
I mean, I, I, I think that I, I, I wasn't sure what you were saying about the, the colors. Are you saying that, um, but, that was, that was, that exposition was, um, awkward or, or what? I, that maybe, that maybe we could have gotten, like, say, like a few scenes of him, I don't know, like learning about, we could have seen that a little more. Because the op- the openings in parts of the book serve to show us that, and I think in general, like with the roles of the different colors, and in general, I think it does a really good job of it. But may like maybe it would have felt less. Hey, we need to start with a flashy action scene. If instead they start with like, well, hey, here's like a test. Here's like some sort of exam or like practical test that there which i guess it technically is <laughs> but mm-hmm. here but but here's like something that's more uh, putting getting the like reader in the um like basically they could it could have started a little slower with uh, like maybe a lead up to what we see as the actual opening mm-hmm. uh yeah sudden, I'm kind of spitballing here now, but yeah, no, I, I, I think that it would have, I mean, it granted because in red rising, we had the, he was on a drill, um, or on a run or whatever they called it. Um, yeah. and so tech, technically a battle is a little bit different from that, but this would be, um, both, uh, if it had been like an exam and maybe it, there had been some stakes involved in the exam or whatever, then, um, we, that, that could have been very distinct from, um, the first book, um, and it also would be distinct from the beginning of the third book, which we won't say what that is, but it, it would be different. Right. Well, yeah, I, yeah, we'll get that. <laughs> yeah, we will. <laughs> yeah. I'd like the idea of go of, uh, Darrow having to team up with the Jackal. I thought that was a really, a really interesting plot decision uh the only the only thing is we don't really get like it doesn't we don't get a ton of him actually like mm-hmm. really doing the whole society infiltration with the jackal because everything kind of blows up like three scenes later <laughs> right and i mean the the jackals is still i mean it, it doesn't really mess with the jackals plans no um but it does it kind of take our focus away from it, I guess. Um, and that might be to Pierce Brown's benefit because it's like he's, he's set up the Jackal as um, it, like in, in the way that we know him to be based on um, red rising and his, his description of his demeanor and the fact that we didn't even know who he was um, when they, when they came across him in red rising Um it just as this uh, really conniving fella, <laughs> I'll, yeah. just, I'll, I'll be I'll be nice. Um, yeah, I, and, un, until we get to later, and then it's uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, but but he want like he doesn't. It's 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 good for him that we that for Pierce Brown that we don't see like the absolute fundamental danger that he poses too early. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Because we're just like, oh yeah, uh, there's there's something wrong here. Darrow's going to have to deal with it at some point. Um, and he's and he just ended up being too slow. Yeah. No. I I I agree. Yeah. 
Well, and the idea of them having to work together is very, or at least the idea of Darrow needing to work with him is very interesting. Right. Right. Because it is, it is a really important um, method of uh, him gaining control because in the, in the uh, very uh, quickly evolving, um, you know, power dynamics of golden sun the ability to um, have uh, the media be controlled by someone who uh, is ostensibly, you know, s- sympathetic to him, or at least he can like uh, uh, treat with, is 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 very uh, useful uh, to him in the moment and for the long game, for when he needs to, um, for when he needs to. Spread the message of like equality and whatever to to the entire solar system. Yeah, agree with that. In that sense, I would say that the kind of the speaking of message of spreading messages of equality and such. The the this book and I, I probably it's I'll see what I think when I re-listen to book three. But I think I remember this book being my favorite. Um, it adds a level of complexity to like the class struggle slash totalitarianism that I feel like the Hunger Games and the book one of this series doesn't really have as much. Yes. Um, in terms of like, and not 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 in a like not all golds are bad type of thing, but kind of not, but like just kind of, but like showing how this system, how both there are both people that are just that bad like that are just that like evil and but also that there are so like um like like the jackal but like there and there are like true believers like the sovereign and uh augustus um but there's also people like roke who just they're, they 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 basically just are a product they're more of a product of the system Right. And we and we learn do come to learn just how uh, pervasive that is, even among uh, golds that that uh, don't aren't aren't definitely aren't evil. But they, you know, not to get too much into it, but when, you know, (laughs) enough people learn what he is, Everyone who we would think, oh, they seem reasonable, you know, they'll they'll come around once they've spent all this time with him and then they realize he's a red. No, they they think he's scum of the earth the minute they learn about uh-huh. it. So that's that's just really sobering. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That, that so many of the that's that so many of the golds feel that way, regardless of their um, personal character. Uh huh. Yeah, it's kind of brutal. Um, I, but I, that does make for some really good scenes from when he like gets his like ally allies, like where the people where he does reveal who he is and they react positively and basically ally themselves with him. Like several, like yeah, uh, everything with Ragnar. I love Ragnar. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's so cool. Um, well, in Mustangs, the, the wild card one that we don't quite yeah that 
that was an, that's an interesting scene. Well, yeah, yeah Mustang Mustang is is definitely played as the wild card. Yeah. I, I tried. I said tried to say Mustang, but I was like moving ahead to wild card, so I <laughs> almost said mustard. mustard. I almost said mustard. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the that's the color. Um, do you do you think that this is a a bit off topic? But do you think yeah. that um the um the the skin colors match are, are the colors or it's, do you think no, it's more? It's, do you think it's more subtle, like the hair and the uh, definitely the eyes? We know the eyes are the colors. Um, that I thought about that. I don't. I don't. I have a hard time visualizing that it's the skin colors. Like for some reason, I, with the exception of like maybe like the obsidians, but that's not really their. Like, well, I'm yeah, just, we know that that's always, not their skin color. Yeah, it's, like it's, just, that black isn't their skin color. Um, I would. I just, have okay yeah, what, time telling the the golds just because I I just picture those um. Uh, what were they called from Guardians of the Galaxy Two? Oh, I, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, those the those those guys. They they were just 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 all gold. They looked like they looked like all looked like Academy Awards. Yes, yeah. Um, the I I still th- I I I I wouldn't that would make sense. I'm inclined to not think that it's the skin color like, the, but the golds I think are would definitely. I, yeah, I don't. I mean, they don't. They really don't need it. No. I mean, you have you have the um, the way that they the, they you have their eyes, the way that they carry themselves, probably yeah. their hair and whatnot, and they're just freaking massive compared oh. to the other colors too. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the I I think that I bet like physical appearance, like body size and shape is like a big one. Like particularly mm-hmm. like the go- like the golds and the obsidians are like. Probably like six, like well, the obsidians are like massive, and the golds are definitely. I, yeah, like I, I think physical size and like is like probably a big one. And and in like in like civil society, their dress and yes. um, on the battlefield weaponry, especially the the razor. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was it, the razor was difficult for me to. Visualize. Visualize. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I. You know what I thought of. Um, certainly at the start, before he dis- started describing his own razor in more detail, um, I thought of the. Um, is it called the dark saber? Uh, yes, in Star Wars. Yes. In, in, yeah. In, in, in um in the Clone Wars. Yeah, but, yes. but the but the ring is instead of I think it's a white like border in Clone Wars, but it this would be gold. So it's it was a gold um border but it's it, like a black fill in and then oh, it just changes I can see shape that. yeah that but then sense. apparently like i don't what is it actually made of like i don't know cuz it like i don't think it's i don't i think it is like a physical substance like it's not like i don't think it's like a lightsaber like but it right function but like it does the same stuff it can just change shape mm-hmm. and then I, it's not even necessary because they keep it coiled around their arm as the as the general which do, which does sound pretty badass honestly yeah, it's very cool. um but uh then it does it's not even sharp until they like like activate it and, and flick it um yeah that's a good point yeah like when does it 
can it because yeah when can it yeah when does it actually cut things Mm -hmm. and then i mean i i know that i was concerned um that it would i mean he kept saying like oh that's a it's a little dangerous that it's on your arm and i kept thinking like what's gonna happen to somebody's arm without the like but it like turned out that i walker well it, i mean i mean um cassius does oh. but <laughs> but um as far as like it actually being coiled around the arm and then activating around like your own it ended up being for the user's benefit because we we saw that when he was in the water and he was he was sunk and his tech wasn't working when he was storming yes. the city, the yes. um, Mar- Martian, that one Martian city. Yeah. Um, so it was interesting to see that it actually had a, it, it wasn't accidental. It was, it was what saved, what saved everything in that moment. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but he started, but he starts this civil war. Um, yes. Very and uh, <laughs> it, it, it was a very, um, the fact that he was going to blow everything up, it was a very, that was a very tense time. You know, when oh, he's like, oh that's... yeah, I'm just going to blow everybody up. Um, which, you know, at least in the context of this book, um, you kind of wish that he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, yes. When you get to the end, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because basically, uh, yeah, because no one... All of, yeah, because none of his, other, well, other than Lorne, well, none of his, like, real allies were there. Well, besides Ares' head, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but n- none of his real allies were there. Um, were where? At the, we- the-, the wedding. <laughs> 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 it's, it's, uh, it's the gold wedding in my head, so it's, but, um, yeah. the, the ceremony. And, uh, right, yeah, the, the triumph. Uh, yeah, like yeah, it is. But, um, um, but yeah, you have. Uh, I mean, there's Lorne and and then no. yeah. I mean, and in in a completely logistical sense, Augustus too. Yes, yes, yeah. Like technically, Lorne, both Lorne and Augustus technically would be his allies, but like for mm-hmm. like, but not like, not like his like Darrow Al Andromedus is allies, not Darrow of Lycus is allies. Right. Yeah, that's 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 a good yeah. um that's a good distinction. Yeah, yeah he there there I mean his choice uh, is a good um reflection of the uh kind of the struggle within um the Sons of Ares of yes. what approach to take um which we already know in this book that um harmony is is it has gone rogue and is just yeah. and just is blowing everything up all the time. And that's that's her entire strategy. Um set it on fire. And um he obviously doesn't go that route, which, you know, again is is admir- admirable, but you know, it's 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 part of the whole um general question of uh are we thinking ahead to what we want to build out of these ashes. And he didn't, mm-hmm. Darrow did not want to um, get into a situation where there was, there was, there was nothing, nothing getting yeah. built. Yeah, no, it's a, yeah. And it also like his decision, I mean, it also like makes for a more interesting 
plot mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, with the Civil War. Um, yeah, I mean the 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 general pl- the plot would have like kind of ended. Right. I, mean, I mean, and not only because he would have died, but also just because all the players would would be gone. Yeah, and <laughs> so I forget if Finchner was at. Um, that was the. They might have. They might have generally still been. Well, well, Harmony was the one who got back in contact with him, I think, instead of Dancer. So, um, she's the one who said, "Okay, this is what you need to do." So, maybe Fitchner was there. Um, but I think that they weren't. He and Harmony weren't completely opposed at that point, so maybe he would not have been there. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't think he was because he shows up later when they're about to escape, when they're like going to escape as like the knight, as like the in his Olympic knight armor with all of the Praetorians. Right. Um, so yeah, so that would make sense that he wouldn't have been at the. Uh, feast yeah oh, oh man just the I, I i i wasn't looking at it from a foreshadowing perspective but like knowing that fitchner is aries like kind it, it's rare that i don't know like it, it's it does uh add a level of complexity to different scenes like especially the test with um the test when they're doing the like scorpion poison lying test Mm. Uh, like, yeah, like it, I mean, that, or just in, in several scenes in general adds, yeah, oh, just a whole level, just a different level. Yeah, I would have to, I would have to read that over, but that's, that sounds really good. Um, the, the big one is when is at the end of the battle when they're in the bay of the, uh, sovereign of the sovereign ship and she's like, oh, kill him. And he's like, "What?" <laughs> uh, and I mean, now they he's uh, and, in, and, and he should he shouldn't have been there, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Um, now he Krishna gets quote unquote saved because like because um, I think Karnas tries to kill Darrow, and then Fitchner like saves Darrow, and she's probably able to. He's able to cover up as like a political thing, but I um, no. My impression that was that like he he obviously wasn't didn't get killed as a result of that. Um, oh, yeah. But I thought I thought that at least um, fit like the Fitchner as a Praetorian was um, was finished by that point because he had blown his cover as someone who was sympathetic to Darrow, um, even if it was Darrow Andromedus, as you say. Um, I think that he'd blown his cover as an ally of the Sovereign. Oh, yes. Um, even if he hadn't yes. blown his cover yet as Ares. Yes, yeah, I yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, because yeah, what got him killed was not his affiliation with Darrow Andromedus. It would have been, yeah, him as Ares. Yeah, it was. was yeah, like and then and then what eventually? What it is not clear in this book what gets him found out and killed as Ares, um, but I, I I guess it might not be also obvious that it wasn't that. But we're telling you it wasn't that. 
Yeah, I never, when I first read the book, I never thought it was any, like, I, I didn't, like, it's it's presented in that scene as, like, I've got, this is Ares's head, and they're not really, con- like, they, they, I mean, well, there isn't really a, a whole political uh, dissertation at the, during that scene, but um, it, it seemed clear, at least uh, even on my first read of, mm-hmm. Like they killed him because he was Ares. Like not, they didn't find out afterwards that he was Ares. Right. So, so, so the way that it um, followed was they realized he he wasn't with them. Then they learned about Darrow and and like and and Ares and his identity. And then they went and killed Fitchner. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know what I want to make sure who we don't miss is Tactus. Yes. That's an interesting uh way that they that they, you know, left with him. <laughs> is it they really tried to I'm not sure if I really bought that he was just like someone who's like cuz cuz he um screwed them over with um Lysander. Yes. That was his name, right? Yeah, the the kid. Yes. Um. So he he screwed him over there, and it's just like, oh, he just doesn't know who he is, and he actually loves you and is loyal to you, but he he can't quite shake this um th- these his bad ha- and, these yeah, yeah his family and these bad habits. And I'm I don't know. It, it, okay, I did forget about his family, so so maybe it it makes sense. But I was just generally like, okay, <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know if. Um, him getting out of this is is really going to be good for anybody. Um, of course, we never find out, and I think right, that's doesn't the matter. point. Yeah, that's the point, <laughs> right, is that yeah. Darrow says like he didn't have a full chance. But, I don't know. I, I was kind of glad he was off the board to, to some extent, even I, though it was brutal the way he was taken out. I think his, well, especially at that point, there's... Well, I mean, we wouldn't have known this, but there's other things that Pierce Brown wanted, other places he wanted the plot to go next. Uh, and having Tactus in, I, Tactus doesn't need to be in the battle. I don't, I don't know what having Tactus in the battle in some sense adds. Because Rogue kind of fits the role of begrudging ally. And yeah. Like, and, uh, well, and it's also, it's one of the main. It's one of the only instances we see of Lorne on screen, like really embodying his like old reputation, right? Like what of like of like yeah, like he's he's basically presented as like this apex of what golds can be if they're quote unquote good, um, right? But like part of that is like when he's was like yeah, like he is. As maybe as benevolent, so to speak, as someone of his generation and in his position would be, but like Tactus messed with the wrong person right. in the wrong way. And I that reminds me of um, the first time that we do see Lore. Not the first time, but well, did we? At least the first time we see him in Golden Sun. Um, what he what he says about like because he um just the way that he i think presides over the people of his 
moon that he's on. I think he's on a yeah. moon. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, he's and then Darrow says, if if he um, if if he w- were in charge, he would still have the Reds at the low Reds as slaves. Yeah. But he would make sure they knew why. what why why they were doing it. It doesn't make him good, but it makes him true. Yes. Yeah. That's a good. Okay. Yeah. That's a good phrasing. And and yeah, yeah, that line really really stuck with me because yeah. um, it's it's really a, a good a good parsing of the redeemable parts of this of of the individual members of this society. Um that is so inherently sinful. Yeah. And um, it, it, this is the case. I won't go into detail because we get a lot of it in book three, but uh, that, that's definitely the case with Roke as well. Yes. In yeah. his own way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because you, because I think that he was, he is, I think Roke, Roke doesn't take any pleasure from what happens at the, well, at the end. Everyone else that's involved, like, does, but... Yeah. Like, he doesn't... He, I think he's... Most, maybe he's, like, a little bit vindictive towards Darrow, but he doesn't enjoy... Like, I think he is, at least by his logic, remorseful. He, well, I, or, I mean... Well, I, not remorseful, but... Rel, uh, but God, we can say... Yeah, it. just d- d- despondent, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's what he... he um, I, I, I mean, I, I'm not sure how much we're supposed to believe Darrow um, in in that moment, but he even says, like, no, Roke is not crying for me. He's crying for uh, Quinn. He's mm. crying for mm-hmm. um, uh, whoever else would have been. Uh, he was crying for Tactus, potentially. Um, and so he was just like, this is, I think in... My guess is that in Roke's head, he's like, this doesn't bring anyone back. I don't think this fixes anything, but it's and and it's just more death, which I don't like. But it is like it's justice, I think, is what he would think. This is yeah. this is justice yeah. being exacted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not not. Yeah, not remorse for Darius yeah, specifically. Right. Because right, he doesn't feel he doesn't regret anything that he did. Right. Or he doesn't and, seem released. And, uh, yeah, just, I don't know. There is, Roke was clearly, he he was presented by Brown as such a, uh, a linchpin of Darrow's foothold in gold. Yes. Um, and, and in terms of, like, saving them as, as like, as humans. Right. Well, yeah, although the, the, but the the biggest linchpin of that being Mustang, where yes, like there are he like in several conversations he explicitly says like or, or at some point like she like if she like basic basically the soul of the society like rests and what and how she reacts to him no yeah you're right yeah it, um, it it is mustang um but maybe that's because she is um a, a better bet than rogue yes. who, who even before we knew that he would go this far we knew that he was um a really shaky ally because he was not 
taking the um brutalities uh, for for someone who was ended up being really good at commanding ships he he wasn't taking the brutalities of war in stride very well yeah and um he was not okay with um the way that Darrow was treating his which i mean it, it did seem like Darrow i always think about Darrow how Darrow looks from the outside and i think it looks very different um he just he does really just seem like this warlord who's just mm-hmm. bloodthirsty um and you know roke who kind of has this whole um idea of of a golden of light. gold and valor and whatnot mm-hmm. um just is not able to uh like he just thinks oh i'll i'll um I'll be a true friend to him and we'll be true friends in the midst of this like glorious conflict. And Darrow showed through his actions that he did, didn't believe in that at all. He he was just like, this is, this is war and I'm going to treat it like war. Yeah. Yeah. And and, in that sense, it's almost like Rogue is a, I don't think he's a true, in that sense, he's almost along the lines of Lorne in terms of, He's not like he's he he will he is a true believer in like the ideals that they espouse that yeah. they are and somewhat recognizes that like they aren't that but but ultimately it doesn't end up really mattering. yeah Lorne Lorne was around too long for yeah. him to have any true illusions about that right. um but he did share um. Some, I think he shared some of Roke's uh, sensibilities yep. around war and wanting to avoid it. Uh, Roke just kind of had a more high-minded philosopher's view of it, whereas yes. Lorne was like, "I was, I, I have been in the heart of it, and never again." Essentially, right. yeah, like he was, he was literally dragged with his like kids and grandkids into the war, <laughs> right. <laughs> By, by well, by everyone, but like specifically Darrow and Aja, <laughs> well, and right. Tactus, But yeah, mm-hmm. I do want to just touch on the not touch, but the the sequence when Darrow and the Howlers take the Vanguard is so cool. <laughs> uh, when they shoot on, in the star shells from the Augustus's ship, uh, and Darrow and Severo single handedly take the bridge. Oh right, yeah. That, I will say so. That is the. This is a a Johnny Geek thing of when I'm like doing certain exercises, like and I'm like doing pull ups at the gym. I'll like imagine myself as <laughs> as Darrow or Severo in those some of those moments. Gotcha. Uh, I didn't know like, what you meant when you, I, I got to be. I I didn't know what part you were really talking about. Like until did, you. Until now. Yeah. Yeah, like just the idea of them having to, yeah, like physically make it through that, uh, like journey in Starshell and then, uh, them like fighting physics, <laughs> yeah, uh, on the bridge. Um, that was really I really, cool. I really like how, um, it kind of, uh, uh related to that. I, I like how he, it's, and it, it happens a couple of times, I think, um, uh, Pierce Brown describing what it is like to be in that suit before you get, mm-hmm. but before basically before you go into a, an iron rain. Yeah. Um, and it is like 
it's 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 a whole thing in and of itself. Yeah. No, he he there are certain things that he's very effective in terms of describe like it, where the descriptions are very effective in letting the reader place themselves in that scenario. Like the star shells are one. Another one that sticks out to me is the Cupid's kiss. Like what basically how they breed pain into the pinks where they're just constantly in some sort of pain unless they're obeying people like that's horrifying. And it is yeah. a really good job of like the reader being able to like be in that mindset. Um, he also does a good job with this. This isn't quite the, um, is as tactile, but when he's describing like the, like what they did to the obsidians and like you, he does a good job of like you understanding like why Ragn like why Ragnar, like why they think and act the way they do, given what, like, their culture what the culture the gold's basically forced on them right well i mean it there is a, a big tactile element to it though because oh, um, they, they even touch is not just yeah go ahead right yeah they talk about how um they're they, they only allow touch in in three different ways to protect to kill or to 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 breed essentially yeah. um whereas they were like i guess they were like big they used to be big cuddlers you know, yeah. they they, yeah. they they were more free, free yeah. giving and free receiving with their with their touch, and and the golds took that away from them right. among, but, among a lot of other yeah, things. Cause, yeah, because that would have been part of why they were like had such a strong. Uh, seems like that was why they had such a strong sense of community, right. or at least that was a part of it. Was like yes, the physical touch and cuddling and such, but like why they're doing that like creating that sense of camaraderie, which led to the, in part to the rebellion. Mm-hmm. Um, to the gold were like, yeah, not, not again. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, they, they have, they know like all of history, like any, um, Orient knows like yeah. uh, all relevant history. And so they're just like, they, they know how to be effective in all, all different kinds of subjugation. And yes. um, that is, in in some ways, such a small thing that you would think of as a, a conqueror. You wouldn't think of it as a, a, a major thing, but it's it's it it gets to straight to the uh, the heart of the humanity of your the ones you're oppressing. Yeah. Uh, another uh, just a fun part. I re- I really like uh, Orion's intro. His the captain of his uh, of the ship. The and there's the whole sequence of the blues and <laughs> yeah. the the in, their uh their insults to one another's intelligence are uh, fun, right? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 they're they're kind of uh, jockeying in that moment, and obviously Orion was uh the the best at doing it. Um, yeah, <laughs> but they they were all like being just real snide to one another. Yeah, it, it was yeah. I th- I don't know why I thought like I thought that the um I thought that the Ash Lord was on that ship and that he got um uh sucked out when they oh. breached it and I was like that's a really um uh, that's a really quick end to someone that got built up so much but yeah, I was wrong right yeah that's yeah 
Well, which is, I mean, depending on, because it is, it's meant, well, it was his ship, uh, or it was going to be his ship. Oh, it was, it was his ship? I, it, I forget if it was before, it certainly was going to be his ship. I don't know if it was previously. Okay, so that's, that's what, that's what it was then. Yeah, like, I like. I thought that meant he was on board. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, yeah. But it's under, because they do reference, they reference him in relation to the ship a few times. Anything else before the... Oh, well, yeah, duh, we should talk about the, the Iron Rain is a very... It, it's... It, the space-like battles... Cause it, it In some ways, it's kind of a standard like space battle sequence, but the... Going back to what you were saying about the description of being in the star shells, mm-hmm. that, that type of thing kind of elevates it as like a battle scene. Right. It is the... I mean, there... There are like two different elements to, I guess, action in general. Um, there's the, uh, the 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 logistics and the the physicality of it to make sure you can visualize it, which is something that um, Brandon Sanderson ex- excels in. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then there's the feeling like you are in the middle of the war, the the visceralness of it. And which is something that uh, Robert Jordan does very well. Yes. Um, and I, I, I definitely felt that latter from the, I mean, it, it, even before this, when he was in his, when he was drilling all the time is, is made sure to, that, you know, no, this, this, this is awful in here. I mean, he, he talks about it like it's normal because it is for him, but it's, it's awful. It just, it smells like, He's in his own piss like all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he does that well. Or putting the reader in that place well. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then th- that was if they um because they because they go in and take the, the city the, after that and you know yeah. I, I was already talking about the time when he was in the water and he had to cut himself out. Yeah. Um. But Severo, I think it was Severo, was going to. They got lured on top uh, by this um, Brown, this uh, little girl yes. who was playing, mm-hmm. and it was, it was just to lure them. And but she had an EMP, um, and Severo was going to shoot her. And if Darrow had let him shoot her, um, then. Maybe, maybe none of maybe none of this would have happened. No, no, nothing that followed would have happened, because they they would have um, even if they'd been the the uh, Bolognas had known they were coming and they had um, actually fought, they still would have had like a lot more working tech to to go after the sovereign afterwards, um, which means they would have the sovereign and they and they basically have ended it, right. um, and they certainly wouldn't have put um Fitchner in a position where he had to reveal himself. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. So yeah. that was that was pretty rough. Yeah. Uh but it gets rougher. Yeah, so I was about to say it only gets rougher. So uh there it's 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 weird because you you know the final battle finished and I was listening to the audiobook and there's still like three hours left and I'm like, huh. Odd. Um and <laughs> Uh, 
there's this uh, sense of impending dread as we are well i at least in this lesson i knew what was coming but uh right. well yeah, you know what? i didn't but... yeah so um <laughs> you want to talk about your reaction to the gold wedding well um i do want to first talk about his trip home oh okay yes we because yep. um mm-hmm. he th- that is um maybe the best time I ever had reading a, like, return to home sequence. I would Because... Ag- it, good. You would agree? I, I would probably agree. There... there Wheel of Time has... Uh, 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 yeah. It, I would mostly... I would probably agree, because usually they're kind of boring, and, like, it's it's more of a, okay, this is what the hero's going to do before the big final battle or whatever, um, or, like, big moments. Um, but, yeah, this one worked better, in particular for, like, a few reasons, but go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that um, it had the right amount of things having changed and things having stayed the same. Um, it was, it just, it wasn't too, like, romanticized when he got there, but it, he, it also, um, had enough of what he recognized that it was, um, it really did feel like he was, we were returning back to what, what he was at the beginning, um, and cinematically, it would have worked very well because he's he's completely transformed, and so yes. he would just he would just dwarf his mom in a way that he wouldn't mm-hmm. have before. Um, but he would have just been the um, I'm, again. I'm thinking of it visually, like he he would be this massive guy, but he would be the kind of the smaller one in the room. He wouldn't know how to yes. handle himself. He'd mm-hmm. be he'd be all like worried about knocking stuff over. It'd be, it'd be really good. Um, and just this, I, I'm not remembering any specifics right now, but like the, the stuff that he, she says to him, like in general, I just thought was thought were like, it, this, this isn't, this isn't non-affecting, but it's also not melodramatic. This is hitting just, just the right point. It's yeah. It's a really good scene. Cause yeah, and like I said, a lot of those scenes are sometimes like just boring to me. Like I'm like okay, or by the numbers is maybe a better phrase, but this was mm-hmm. very, this was pretty effective. Um, yeah, and he had, what, he had the right of the the um what it was, Ugly Dan. It had uh, or ugly that was a, yes, that was another good because uh, because there because it was. And this is something the book does well in that, so, like, a lot of, almost, um, almost every scene does something that both is progressing the plot and showing the world off, but it's also adding depth to, like, the class struggle slash taking down the society, like, storyline, or mm-hmm. saying something about that. And in the, the dan- this example, it's, yeah, he's going home, and this is kind of the, what he, the hero's journey type of thing, but, like, the element for this that is that yeah now he's seeing and yeah it's, it's him coming back as like the returned hero but like um but it's 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 showing how like well how, how small like dan that 
Dan is. Um, right. And like, and the having him as a gold, like, I don't know, it, it, it gives that interaction like an extra layer of depth when you like seeing in terms of this, uh, in terms of the like scale of like the society and like how small right. Dan is and, and, and just how, and, and, oh, and the things he says, like, oh, well, I've done like this, 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 and this to like the mind to basically like all the different ways they have of suppressing the reds and, uh, like basically right. like the game. And that adds this other, this extra, almost like in, this extra kind of insidious. Mm-hmm element of like well yeah i like basically started them just enough that and then give them food or like the my i made the mine so it was i don't know, yeah like or, or the, the migrating the um scorpion things like right. that yeah like that those those details added an extra level of insidiousness to um to like the society and yeah and see and it was effective to see how seeing in the beginning well, go ahead darrow um is put in this really uncomfortable position of somewhat understanding what it was like for augustus to come down yes at the beginning. Mm-hmm. because he's not he's not like out to most people as a red so um he's even treated like augustus was treated and yeah not saying that he like particularly likes it, but he does experience it. Yeah. Which which puts his conversation with Augustus later in a good, interesting perspective. It 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 does. That is a well. That's that's a that's a whole other deal. Yeah. Um. Before we even get to that, we have like the. Because because I was expecting something like the scene with his mom and the and the scene with and the scene with U- oh, Ugly Dan as far not, as this, but yeah, not yeah. but not Mustang and yeah, Ragnar. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh yeah! What an absolute heart pounder of a scene that was! It oh yeah! It, the the way that he structured that with the the countdown, the countdown yep, and everything going pitch black uh-huh. and and having to describe his way through that. Um, and Ragnar's just entire, because we had understood him, um, as like this, just someone following to follow and everything. And, and his complete and utter, um, cast off of that whole thing was, um, such a vindication of everything that Dara was trying to do in a way that was so very, so triumphant. Yes. Yeah. It's a really well done scene. And then, and, and, and Mustang is like, I don't know. I, I think that from, from the reader's perspective, Mustang is, her reaction is generally disappointing that she wouldn't just be like, wow, you know, I, I like know you now and, yeah. and this is a, this is crazy and this is, it's not what I expected. Um, but, uh, you know, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be okay because because I know you or and or I love you. Yeah, like and it's, no, <laughs> that it's not that simple. No, it's 
no. I you know it's funny. I never like thought of it in the con. I can't believe I didn't like make this. I didn't of all people didn't make this connection. But like that, it's the coming out scene, and <laughs> like she doesn't act particularly well. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It, in it, in it has, a way, it, like, it hits yeah. it hits some of those same beats. Sure. Yeah. Like yeah. Like it's it, there's different elements uh, going on there. Mm-hmm. Um. But. Mostly with Mustangs in particular. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, it's good for the, if we are to understand Mustang as the true linchpin, then it makes sense uh, to add this much tension to it and to show that it's not necessarily going to fall one way or the other because there's so much more than just their relationship riding Mm -hmm. on her, um, on her response. Yeah. But yeah, that, that just leaves, uh, the the chapter the chapter Golden Sun. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. One of the most brutal endings to a book. <laughs> I was not okay. Like I needed comfort and snacks and and and, and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, we we yeah. so we should um we should uh we'll talk a little bit about um the bef- before that with augustus yes. um just the the sheer audacity that, to do like a bait and switch like that but go ahead <laughs> well i mean i was talking more about just like his exposition of like how he really thinks of the society and how he is head and shoulders above the sovereign or anybody else oh. as far mm-hmm. as as far as his his true belief yeah, and how he goes even further to be like we're not we're not even like we're we're not at the end, but like this is the model that we should be following. We should we should be like going out into other solar systems uh, with with doing this uh, the the whole way. And it is, yeah, I mean, it's it's a terrifying thing that that is because because he's representing the like a possible future for for everybody, right? Yeah, if, and if it, he gets the way his way, yeah, because it's. It is an extremely in there is an extreme level of like detail and internal rationalization for everything um that that yeah. isn't that, that isn't just based on he's a true believer he he is a true believer but it's but th- there's that extra level of narcissism that like elevates him said even above like almost even the sovereign uh at least in terms of how he thinks about things like mm-hmm. when he taught like when i think it's Dar- darrow's internal monologue about when he goes down like reflecting on augustus coming down to kill you uh mm-hmm. and, and how that just wasn't even like how he truly thought like there was nothing insidious about it it wasn't even like like that and it yeah it was a duty but there was also like yeah it was like this necessary evil yeah yeah. but i mean it was uh, ultimately it was a tuesday yes right for augustus yeah yeah like it's not even good yeah and that's and that's and that's kind of the worst part um and and in my impression and and maybe this kind of like cements it this this scene um of of uh, augustus and darrow um, where uh, he seems to be, even if he doesn't really know Darrow's true origin, he seems to know well enough where Darrow's sympathies lie. 
Yes. That he that he is a true Democrat. Mm-hmm. Um, with the with the K, weirdly, but the but the uh, well, that's in the that's in the Greek tradition, but that's yeah. neither here nor there. Um, but it's, it's, so he is a, a Democrat. Um, he wants the the equality and everything. Um, but he wants to actively do what I was getting afraid would happen with Darrow, which is that he would kind of get assimilated into the culture. And uh, Augustus kind of wants to drive that home by saying, I'm going to – you are representing everything that I think is a threat, but how I'm going to deal with that is keep you close and corrupt you. Yeah. No, that's a good – yeah. Which that's what made that conversation so interesting is that it's this – and because Dara the whole time is like he knows, he knows, he knows I'm a red, but that's not – and – Functionally, that didn't really matter because, but like, philosoph- but philosophically, it's he's they're still opposed. Well, mm-hmm. Darrow Al Andromedus is still opposed to Augustus, right? And uh, uh, even up until the end, um, Augustus never. Uh, well, m- maybe maybe uh, the jackal said something, but I, I I'm not sh- I'm not sure Augustus fully at least accepted. Uh, understood and accepted that Dara was a red, so I, he he went to his death believing believing that he was the, a gold. Yeah, that's what I. That was my also my read. Yeah. Speaking of that stuff, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're here now. Uh, now we, we're we've here. been like we've been like dancing around the edges of it this entire time. Um, it is. I mean, it 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 just hurts it hurts and and even up until there it's it's this sense of impending doom as you put it um it's even like the way that they um something as innocent as like the whiskey for example Uh uh-huh there's nothing in the whiskey but whiskey but it it slows lorne down just enough him, him, the the whiskey, and um, him like being kind of focused on his kids and his gar being that much down. It was just enough for, and even that wasn't like enough for uh, who was it, Lilith? That wasn't enough for Lilith to actually finish him off. He he, he still she still needed uh, the jackal to come over and, and right, help. And, yeah, yeah, and their cover, just even their conversation, Lauren and Darrow's conversation in like the garden beforehand. I. Like and again, it's knowing what was coming, but also like there's there's this just impend. I don't know, yeah, this impending sense of doom. <laughs> everything does. Everything just did seem too good. It really did. Um, and which, which honestly, it would have been. It would have. It. This story still works. I mean, I I think it. I think it could have been, it should have been a much, would have been much different. And you, and you structure the post battle section a lot different. If that was really what happened, if like it ends up where he, now he is, uh, Augustus's heir and mm-hmm. book three is them, like, is him working with Fitchner and like, and the heir in the sons to, Mm-hmm. Like now have a position of real power to bring about the downfall of the society. So like I think that that's still that's what's cool about it is it it's that still would have been a compelling 
ending leading into book three of of like okay now we've got our kind of we, we know that it would have escalated the tension and stakes and still uh, but like in a way of oh the protagonists have a plan and like is it going to work and then right. we get like worse than Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, worse than Empire. Yeah, though, yeah, yeah. That, that is a good comparison with the the Carbonite and whatnot. Um, but yeah, and that is kind of where he, Brown is leading us the entire time. Because mm-hmm. I remember at the because he has that at the end of Red Rising, he has the conversation with Augustus and he's like going to be part of the go, go into the academy and whatnot. And we're like, OK, we know that the next the um the next book is called Golden Sun. And so this is going to be about uh, Darrow being like a, a, a son, not only of Augustus, but of like the society in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the way up until the conversation with Augustus um, where he's like actually going to become a son. And that's where, where everything is pointing to. And then the jackal attacks mm-hmm. and we learn Dara was never the golden son. The book was about jackal. The jackal was, well, I still think it's, Partially, it's a reference to Darrow, but I I think that that is ultimately a, a red herring. I I think especially because he, he drives it home by um uh calling it Golden Sun, um the chapter as as well as the book. That's true. I still think it's both. Um. In in some ways it's 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 both, but it's I I, I think of it of the way of it like uncovering a a greater truth of of what this what this is about what it's what it's referring to, um and it and the the jackal just ended up becoming so much more consequential than we ever realized he would be. That's that okay that that's that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point because this is a there's a um the the book like Lee like the jackal is as we talked about earlier this he's an antagonist that has plans and we don't really know what they are and like at some point like Darrow might have to pay a cost for like different stuff but we're not anticipating not anticipating this. Yeah, we're not. We're anticipating maybe something like further down the line, where you know it's 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 more of a it's it's less of a, a visceral and devastating setback, but it is a setback nonetheless. But it's like, right. yeah, it's not at, at at front of mind. Yeah, and the, um, and the, the other um, uh, shame, and but the, but it's 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 brilliant in its own way, is that. Um, Darrow now no longer can not only control the um, his own the reveal of himself. He's that's been taken away from him. He cannot have any kind of triumphant um, reveal to Augustus specifically, which is um, Mm -hmm. what we as readers would. Come, come to expect that it's like he's going to reveal his grand plan standing over Augustus and being like, ha ha, 
you have been fooled and now I will take my revenge kind of kind of Monte Cristo deal. Yeah. Um, that's, that can't happen. Now. So it's it, in, in a very, in a very good way, in a very, uh, appropriate way. Um, it is even this, the, the raison d'etre of his quest is no longer about, um, retribution. It, it can't be no. purely about retribution. No. He's been forced into, um, having it be about living for more, having it be about something greater. Yeah. But what were you going to say? Oh, I, well, this is an earlier quote in the book, but it's about the jackal. He he is the monster. They don't know how to write stories about. Mm. And that's, I think a good, because the, in, in particular, the moment when he, uh, I forget the exact quote, but basically when Augustus like says he's not his son, and like, and like that's like it's basically described as that's like the last vestiges of any sort of humanity. Like leave him, uh, the jackal. Um, when he when he when he um kills when he kills his yes, father. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was yeah. that was his. Uh, other than just like being. The uh, being a, a like a galactic sociopath that Boys. that was his that was his only that was his only tie to doing anything ever really right. yeah because because there's still like prior prior to this scene there's still a bit of the like like in his interactions with Darrow there's still like he he's st- like he can't. <sighs> He 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 can't fully certainly act on all of his like sociopathic tendencies and like because there's things restricting him and like I think there is a part of him that had some sort of like amount of affection for Darrow like in a in a, like a really twisted like way dark way but like that there was that there was something that was there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this erases any, le- yeah, like the moment of, yeah, like this, this erases anything of that that was left. Right. And it, and it, it was in his pain that he did it because even as, as Aja says, or Aja, um, she says like, that's, that's not the smart move. We should, we should mm-hmm. keep him alive. Um, but it, it is his disappointment at being ca- cast aside for Darrow yes. that um that that and en- ended up um removing that uh factor for him entirely right which is interesting because even cuz he's o- he's always in control in terms of like the like nothing gets to him like cuz nothing affects him like <laughs> mostly yeah. but like this was the like so like the the fact yeah like this is the one thing that Mm -hmm. could have because like in any other if it were anybody else regardless of what they might have done to him or whatnot he still would have like spared them because of it being the smart strategic move to achieve like some greater goal that he had but like this was the nope like i don't care i'm gonna kill him like that's uh, And then I, I don't, if he had Oof. like taken just like 10 minutes, then I don't think he would have done it, but yeah, he, but that's just not how it was going to go down. Yeah. Um, this is, uh, this is all the way back towards the beginning, but, um, 
for Leto. Um, the the guy who um was oh, kind of going to be cousin or yeah right. the, the cousin who was like seemed like he was getting bred to be the new mm-hmm. Claudius um the yes. new the new uh son of Augustus um and he he seemed like a really decent guy he didn't deserve I mean the jackal got him killed what? just oh, like yeah. he got just like he got Claudius killed yeah um, well that, did, that was also a wow <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he he's he's been he's been working at this for a long time, um, but yeah, he didn't deserve that. Poor dude. Yeah, that was just rough. an errant yeah, thought. I, yeah, well, and yeah, well, that and that harkens back. I mean, man, that harkens back to the everything with Claudius. That that young, <laughs> he was like this wasn't like this. This just he's who he always was. Or certainly for a very, very long time. Yeah. And it, it was... And, and in a Mustang's recollections of him, I think it's it's even clear that he presents a very different um, face to the world than he does alone. Um, yeah. And now we now we see those come together. <laughs> Yeah, that's the that's the devastation that this leaves us with. Yeah, on to book three. <laughs> on to book three. Yeah, and if you Which, if you're if you if you all are waiting to read book three, do it now. Do yourself a favor. Yeah, I I forget a, a lot of it, um, so I'll be curious to get back into it uh, and how it stacks up to this. Uh, this is that, and this conversation is reminding me of like how many good things that brown does in the book yeah it's 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 really something uh, anything else no i think i think i'm good yeah i mean uh this has been golden sun red rising book number two um we are your hosts john and johnny and we will see you next time mm-hmm.